Good morning. Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Friday morning. Not only is it Friday, but many out there get to enjoy a four-day weekend, two weeks in a row. I'm sure uh, many children, teachers alike, are ecstatic. I'm sure there's some parents out there who are grumbling and complaining and having a hissy fit. But oh well, <laughs> so life must go on. Uh, I tell you, I, I get a little, uh, as a parent, I get a little aggravated some of the snide comments uh, I see on social medias. Uh, we're teaching our children to be weak because, you know, if, if it doesn't snow X amount, I don't know what uh, uh, some consider uh, enough snow to be let out for school. Uh, it, uh, or they want to say, well, up north, they shovel their driveway and then uh, uh, then they drive their kids to school. Well, you know, there's a big difference. Up north, they're used to dealing with a lot of snow. We are not. And two, you have to take into consideration. There's a lot of kids live on back roads. Uh, we want to keep our kids safe in these buses, and it's not safe. And, uh, uh, and we got a lot of young drivers out there, too, uh, a lot of uh, teenagers uh, who are inexperienced to be on the road. And so there's a lot to take into consideration. So uh, it's hard for me. I have to really bite my tongue uh, from um, uh, saying some things. I <laughs> that I want to say because uh, it really angers me when I see some of this stuff so but anyway let's be positive today let's paint some happy little clouds and some pretty little trees and <laughs> we'll have a good day today so uh, anyway hope everybody has a great weekend and uh, a blessed day and so I want to start off this day right let's start off with God's Word and uh, we're going to look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. So I hope that you will read along with me here. And if you have your Bibles handy, it says, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. And he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And as me old Pappy always says, bless this reading in the hearing of it to our hearts. So we're looking at this verse here in 1 John chapter 4, Verse 10 said, Herein is love. It is a love like no other. This love that is uncomparable to anything in this world is the agape love in which God has shown upon us, which Jesus Christ has shown us, is what true love is. You know, uh, when I talk about this topic of uh, that we're discussing here, talking about God's love, you know, uh, I don't I don't mean to harp on um, alternative lifestyles. Uh, but it just is so much in our face all the time. And uh, you always hear the slogan, love is love. And God loves everybody. And, and you know, it, it just, um, it, it's it's frustrating as a pastor and as a Christian. Uh, you know, yes, we need to show the love of God to all those. Uh, because uh, God didn't have to show any love on us. He could have condemned us all to hell. And he didn't. He sent uh, his son to at least save some anyway. And, um, uh, and we hear these these erroneous types of talking out there uh, that uh, you know love isn't love if it's if it's wrong if it's uh, uh, if it goes against the grain of uh, normality in the sense that God created us man and woman uh, that we should uh, leave our mothers and fathers we should cleave together as one in fact I was just reading at this morning in Mark uh, nine. Uh, you know, that Jesus, you know, some people want to say, well, Jesus doesn't talk about certain things, about homosexuality. And, and you know, he alludes back to Genesis one uh, twenty seven, And, you know, so we have to keep in mind as Christians 
we can show love towards an individual. We can show kindness towards an individual. And I don't care what your lifestyle is. Uh, if you don't know God as your personal Lord and Savior, your father is of the devil. And, uh, and if you are trying to claim to be a Christian and you are displaying unrepentant sin and blatant sin before the eyes of God, then that is to be questioned as to where your salvation lies. Uh, because to me, that appears to be only in word only, uh, and you're not demonstrating that in action. Now, we all struggle. We all struggle with temptations. We all struggle with different types of sin. But God abhors sin. He hates sin. We cannot justify sin. There's no sin so small that cannot be judged. And there's no sin too big that God can't forgive. So we need to keep that in mind. So when we read this here, herein is love. Now, remember that this is God's perfect love. A love that, again, that we are, our finite minds cannot even begin to fathom. And it says not that we loved God, but that he loved us. All right? So, um... You know, despite our wickedness, despite our evil, uh, our, you know, again, remember, man's heart's just for the wicked. Who can know it? But despite our, uh, our uh, uh, fallibility, our, our, our weaknesses, our whatever in place there that, uh, that would go against uh, anything of God, he loves us despite that. All right? He knows that we're perfect. Since the fall of man, since sin entered the world, uh, we were at enmity with God, and yet he loved us despite ourselves. Now, I don't want to get into uh, the topic of election this morning. That is a broad topic that's hard for people to, some people, to understand. You know, some people want to say that God come to save us all. That's not true in the sense that if he come to save all, it would have, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of here, uh, would not have had the, um, uh, it would have minimized his work. His effort. I'll get out here in a second. Because he knew that everybody would accept him. Not everybody would reject him. See, just the other night when um, when I was talking about the unpardonable sin and how the Pharisees, here Jesus is, is walking among them and that he is um, uh, healing and doing all these miracles. And yet they blasphemed and tried to say that he was of the devil. So here he was walking the earth, Jesus Christ walking the earth, and they still reject him. So here, for those who do not have the faith, who have not seen and reject him today, they would never accept him. So... God come to save some, all right? We don't know who the elect are, and so that's why it's an imperative that we get out there and, uh, and, and minister and talk to other people about Jesus Christ. It freaks some people out to say, well, how do I know if I'm the elect or not? If you accept Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, you're good, all right? That's all that matters. And, um, and but trust me, if, if you're not of God's, he's not, they're, they're going to reject it. But, uh, you know, uh, he adopted us. He chose some. He didn't have to choose anybody. Because some people say, well, that's not fair. He didn't have to choose anybody. But at least he chose to save some. All right? And so, um, uh, remember, he knew us where he formed us in the womb. He knew past, present, and future. He knew who would accept him and who wouldn't. That's kind of an election in a tiny little nutshell. All right? And uh, so, don't, if, that, if I've uh, said anything that is... Uh, that you do not understand, feel free to private message me, comment, and I will do my best to explain further if need be. All right, so he sent his only son, all right? He loved us and sent his son to save us from a very real hell because God demanded judgment for our sin. And so that's what we see that here, to be the propitiation for our sins. Now, that's a, a, a word propitiation is not always easy to understand. That is satisfying God's wrath against us because he demanded that judgment. And not only did Jesus satisfy that wrath, he reconciled us to God. So you see, you can see throughout history, 
whether no matter what the religion is, uh, pagans and uh, cults, uh, they they always try to, to form some sort of sacrifice to atone for uh, their wrongdoings. But nothing can satisfy God's wrath and judgment than Jesus Christ. He's the only one who is perfect enough to take on our sins. So remember, no man comes to the Father except through him. Jesus Christ is the only way, the truth, and life. He's the only way to heaven. He's the only one who is fully God and fully man. He's the only one perfect enough to save us, all right? He took on that sin. He sacrificed himself in, in our place, substitutionary atonement, set, uh, to, it took our place on the cross so that we can have an eternity with him. And all we have to do is choose him, all right? He reconciled. When you reconcile something, that is if you've had a major argument with a close friend or family member and you were, uh, all of a sudden you decided you just want nothing to do with each other, but then something happened and one or the other or both uh, decided to come together and talk things out and work it out and you become friends again. That's, that's what's known as reconciliation. Sin separated us from God. And Jesus Christ's work on the cross uh, reconciled us with God. And so remember that there is no other way into heaven. I don't care how benevolent and loving and kind any other cult or religion may be. Mormons are, are, are uh, and Jehovah's Witness are very sneaky. They, what, they use just enough Bible verses twisted around to confuse you and to make you think that they are Christians, that they are saved. They do not believe in the same God of the Bible that we believe in. And uh, that unfortunately, those good, there will be good people who will go to hell. But the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone, the free gift of salvation. His love for us is so strong, he sent his only son to save us. And, as, and we have, you know, we, we, we have this, uh, this, this thinking that we have to do something to earn it. We have this thinking that we have to do something to attain it, uh, that I'm not good enough, or I've got to do this, I've, I've got to clean myself up, or I've got, you know, before God will take, it's not, that's nothing be further from the truth. God wants you just the way you are. You don't have to do anything, all right? And then when you do mess up, you know, even after we come to Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, all we have to do is ask for forgiveness and sincerity, and he will forgive us, and he lets it go and doesn't choose to bring it back up ever again. And, you know, but yet we, we have this, this thing that, you know, when we mess up, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I, you know I've got to do something now to, to make up for it. You know, there's, you can't do that. Jesus done the work on the cross that needed to be done. All we have to do is strive daily to live for Jesus Christ. It's the devil that wants us to beat ourselves up. It's the devil that wants to tear ourselves down. It's the devil wants to think that we're not good enough, that we've committed sin so big that he won't forgive. We know that Jesus Christ loves you. All right. He doesn't condone your sins. We cannot compromise with the world. We can make justification for sin. We have to realize that we are sinners in need of a Savior. There's none righteous, no, not one. We all sin. We all fall short of the glory of God. All we can do is go before God daily. God, forgive me. How many strive to do better? For those of us who are saved, that's all we can do. If you are not saved and you keep rejecting God, that is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. That is the unpardonable sin. If you keep rejecting God and he's trying to draw you and you keep rejecting, he's only going to allow you so much time before he's going to turn you loose and your heart will be so hardened you will have no desire to repent or feel remorse whatsoever. So for those who are not saved, I urge you, I implore you to understand the love of God, that he loves you, he wants you, he's knocking at your heart's door today, and all you have to do is say, Jesus, I accept you, I repent of my sins, I ask you for forgiveness for all that I have done, and I want you, I want you to be in my life, and then I, that, that transformation, that, uh, that unlike anything you could ever understand or experience, he will change your heart and mind, and the things you used to love, you will hate, and the things you used to hate, you will love, and I only comes to the power of Jesus Christ. Only he can reconcile us between us and God.
those who are saved be careful we need to show the love of god but we now do not need to play around with the things of the world we don't need to compromise with the things of the world you may have sons and daughters brothers or sisters or cousins who are are dabbling in lifestyles that you know is wrong i'm not saying you you are to still to love them you are to still be there for them but you cannot condone actions that are contrary to the word of god and we must stand true to that and we must stand strong and that's the problem with this world we have too many apathetic complacent christians who refuse to stand on the whole word of god we got churches springing up that all they want to do is is have a feel good hallelujah barn all they want to do is is uh, uh is just build you up and praise songs have some little hip hop uh, little uh, message out there and and uh and, and you're not getting anything all right our relationship with christ is just that a relationship it's more than a feeling all right for anybody who's been in any kind of relationship for a long time you have strong feelings for the person you're with you have great love for that individual but it's more than a feeling it's a bond and that's what we have between us and god and we have to hear the things that will step on our toes that we don't like to hear because then we need that conviction within we realize we are in need of a savior we are in need of changing so beware and be careful. There's a lot of churches out there who are wolves in sheep's clothing who are, are not benefiting you at all. We have to make sure we're going somewhere to a church. I'm going to say my church. Of course, I'm by our church. You have to go to a church where you're growing and you're learning and that um, uh, and not just going there to feel good or think you've done God a favor. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, something that sound right there for a second. <laughs> You've got a favor that uh, that you're, you're there's more to it than just how you feel. It's it's more of my growing, in my learning, in my spiritual walk. Is it maturing? Am I feeling conviction over things that I need to be feeling convicted over? Am I spreading the gospel? Am I sharing Christ to all those? Am I showing that love of God towards my fellow man? Am I having forgiveness or am I having hardness of heart? We need to make sure we're demonstrating the love of God in all things. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for your great love for us, that your love is so strong that you sent your only son to save us, and that even though we mess up, you still love us, you still forgive us, you're still there for us, you never give up on us. Lord, let us cling to your strength and your hope, knowing that nothing can pull us out of your mighty, righteous right hand. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer, dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and watch over this day. Be with the, the kids and uh, parents and teachers who are still having to go out and about today. If the weather does turn bad, then keep them safe. And Lord, uh, keep us safe regardless of what the weather does. And Lord, I pray to be with all those who are dealing with uh, sicknesses of various kinds, of flus, colds, and uh, surgeries. And uh, Lord, just pray that you will uh, intervene and bring healing. I pray that you be with Murph, our, our brother in Christ, and that you bring healing upon him. And Lord, for his one, uh, uh, I pray that uh, those who are families who are uh, having uh, friends that uh, and family members who are being deployed or they're in the military, that you will give them peace and strength. And Lord, I pray that you will uh, be with our president, give him safety for him and his family, give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. And Lord, I just pray that you will um, uh, touch this nation, touch hearts and minds like never before. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I am struggling to talk this morning. I don't know what's the matter with me. You know, I, something, I don't know what made us pop in my head when I was praying. Somebody put on there, of course, they, they called uh, our president. When I guess when I was praying for President Trump, somebody had on social media, uh, they called him Dump instead of Trump, which is, you know, 
that gets under my skin anyway. And, and that's what they want to do is uh, you think he's such a good, godly Christian man. How do you justify that? And people, we, I just want to make, I just want to throw this in here real quick. You know, I know our devotion's over with, but we didn't elect a pastor. We didn't elect Billy Graham into office. You know, no, you know, I, I think the man has done great things for Christianity. And uh, is he perfect? No. Has he uh, had a sketchy life? Yes. Has he, you know, I mean, we didn't, I don't know what people think just because Christians support him. It's not that we support everything that he has ever said or done, but we support his policies and the fact that he does fight for this country and fight for our rights as Christians. And it, but I see that time and time again. It just blows my mind. Uh, how people think, but then again, I will never understand the mind of a liberal anyway. Uh, that you'd have, I'll never let it go. Anyway, if you want to share these devotions, uh, you can always find me at uh, Doctor Young seventy seven here on social media on Facebook. Uh, if you're friends and family don't do Facebook, you can always find me on YouTube. Uh, just subscribe to uh, Doctor Matthias Young, and you watch on YouTube and or uh, our my podcast free. It don't cost you a thing. It's audio only, no video. And you watch on there. And um, uh, Lord willing, tomorrow evening, Saturday, uh, February 29th, uh, at 6 o'clock, Brandy and I will be doing a brand new podcast. Of course, we, we stream live on Facebook. Then I upload that to YouTube and then to the, the audio to uh, the podcast. But uh, tomorrow night on my Facebook, you can catch us then. And uh, still debating on my topic of discussion. I got two. I'm kind of playing around with as to what we're going to talk about. So uh, tune in tomorrow at 6 o'clock for that, and be sure and join us. So hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm.